Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, I'm Lynn Browder, and you're listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I have a 10-year-old son, Owen, who has autism, and this is about our journey, uh, mostly about my emotions, some about his, and everything else in between. This past week, we have gone through a lot of different things, and When I'm looking at a week as a whole, or even a day, a moment in time, any of those, I look at the journey and how far he's come. I have to focus on the good stuff, the good stuff. That is my motivation. That is what keeps me focused on tomorrow and what we need to work on and where we have come from, because that is part of where the the journey is. That's where I have to look and say, okay, this is the little boy that they the doctor said that he may not talk. And he does. He not only talks, he talks in lots of languages. His speech has become much clearer. He is relating to words uh, more concisely and putting them in sentences. Um, I, I would like to say more. <laughs> My sentence structure needs help, but uh, more accurately, uh, for a lack of a better term. Uh, sometimes he will associate different words uh, with things, and that doesn't always translate to his sentence structure. Uh, like he used to refer to toes as birthday candle. All toes were birthday candle, not birthday candles, birthday candle. And so he would use that as a reference if something was the matter with his toes. And so, you know, we we all have a way of referring to things or our inflections, our you know, pronunciations. I I always say, you know, I have trouble with S's, I have trouble with L's, I have trouble with what order the nouns, the verbs, all of these things go in. And so language is hard. Language is extremely hard. And so from where he has come to where he is now, it's incredible to watch that transformation. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And then to see him learning, and he's teaching himself, but to see him learning all these other languages. And I truly, one day, I know he'll be able to tell me which language, languages he speaks fluently or understands fluently or can read, write someday. I feel like he will be writing these languages out. That is one of the things that we've been working a lot on is his fine motor skills. He uh, can magically, purposefully 
just go and use a tablet without even no problems, no problems at all. He can find a place on a video that he's watched 10 times and put it right back to the exact same spot. He can go through all of these apps, move around without any problem. But when he goes to use something like scissors or utensils, a pencil, you know, markers, crayons, painting, any of those things that have to use those fine motor skills, that is where he doesn't have a lot of the control that he has when he's using his tablet. It's amazing to me how the brain works and functions and takes things and prioritizes it for ourselves. And that's in some ways when I look at it, I see this as something that um, his brain, him, his personality, his emotions, something doesn't process or doesn't care, doesn't want to learn, um, can't learn. There's so many parts of that for those fine motor skills. It's not a priority to him in some aspect for some reason. And so that is kind of where we have to navigate as well. And it's not that he doesn't necessarily like it or want it or truly believe it's a good thing. It's just not part of what he will. It's, it's like all of us when we have things that we really like to do and things that we really don't like to do. But I don't know if he is ever going to classify it as that. He's not purposely saying, I'm not going to write today. It's just when we learn a skill or learn something, our brain puts it in compartments and then that's where we go from there. So looking at it as a whole, I mean, who would rather not eat with their fingers than with their, you know, fork at some point? Or who wants to have messy hands? It's, it depends on our nature. It depends on how we connect with different elements. You know, if, if some of us like sticky things, like to roll with clays or, or you know, Play-Doh and, and things that are like that, and... I never, never wanted to have like barbecue or anything like that. I had to eat with my hands because I didn't want any of the, the sauce on my hands. If I could eat it with a fork, I was fine. Now, Owen is exactly the opposite. He will eat everything with his hands, every single thing. And he has no, you know, care about the fact that he has something sticky on his hands or if it's, you know, any anything like that. So eating for him with his hands, he is absolutely fine with that. And so learning fine motor skills, we have to look at all the elements with this. It's when I'm looking at what I can help Owen with, I have to make it enticing. I have to make it something that he likes, he wants to do. It can be a process. He has to want it. And then it can take 10 times, 100 times, years to get him to understand the efficiency of something, the importance of something, the way that it works for him to benefit him. 
And again, if you don't really want to eat with your hands, that's not going to be a priority. So as many times as we, you know, put that spoon in his hand, it's not necessarily something that he is quickly going to adapt to. And this is just my perspective of it. There are so many moving parts that I just guess at a lot of things, I guess. So working on his fine motor skills, over the years, I've taken numerous approaches. So his, his therapist, his teachers, his you know doctor, everybody's looking at it and trying to assess how to help my son the best. I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the solutions. I just have the love for my son and we go from there. I look at the picture of how to proceed. And like I said, it's a guess. It's a complete guess. I started studying the brain and how we do things, but it's so complicated. We as humans, our bodies are so complicated that trying to pinpoint a particular aspect of why we do something or why we don't do something, I keep thinking it's a lot of our emotions and how those intersect. And so if I can grasp an emotion that he likes or a feeling or something that he can associate with, then he wants to do it more. Uh, several years ago, um, I took up painting so that we could work together on his fine motor skills. I've done lots of crafts over the years. Crochet was, I always called crochet my heart craft because my grandmother, uh, she taught me how to crochet. And that is probably one of my more emotional crafts because sitting with her learning how to crochet and then us crocheting together, that was such an amazing moment. And so I wanted to find a connection with my son that worked on those fine motor skills and let him either be messy in the paint if he wanted to have it on his hands and you know paint like that, or if he wanted to paint with the paintbrush so that he could get that feel of how it works. So uh, several years ago, I um, had him work with me on the backgrounds of our painting with a hand over hand method. I would, uh, at the beginning, I would kind of put more of my hand over his hand and we would uh, go back and forth on the backgrounds with the paint and so he could feel those uh, strokes and work on that, that skill. As the years have gone on, I have changed it a little bit depending on uh, where he is at in the level. And so I'm going now through um, and having him use um, the, the back and forth motion and I'll put my hand lightly either on top of his hand or at like his uh, wrist, sometimes even um, at his elbow and he kind of does a, a different type of, of stroke. It's amazing to see the progress though, because he now is starting to do, um, and occasionally he's done it throughout the years, but occasionally um, 
uh, but now he's he's doing it more where he actually does the strokes himself and that's such a beautiful thing to see because it's progress and again it's not something that was overnight it was something that we had to work on together we had to find what style what moment what brush what uh, way all of those aspects to get to the next level with him it's an emotional thing for him for me every day we have to kind of work together to push through these emotions our life is emotional our lives revolve around others emotions and so him learning how to read my emotions puts different aspects in every part of his life so when we're working on his fine motor skills like all of us there are days that he does not want to do any of it i get that there are days that i don't want to do any of it and so finding that middle ground and working together to produce harmony and produce emotions that are calming and soothing that's just where we have to find that middle ground fine tune what we're working on i am so proud of his progress it's it's a journey it's an emotional 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 journey and i've had to change a lot of my thought process and again this is just one mama trying to work through keeping meltdowns away keeping emotions calm so they don't cause meltdowns keeping emotions at a level consistency so that my child can learn if i'm too emotional if i'm too stressed if i'm too mad too sad too glad to any level of any emotion he is right on it he probably can tell when i'm going to get sad quicker than i can tell that i'm going to get sad that's how in tune he is to what's going on sometimes okay a lot of times he uses that to his advantage that is when i can see part of those repetitive behaviors come into play he will say the same thing repeatedly over and over and over again because he wants a response and he needs a response till he moves forward i don't have this mindset of this you know how to how to look at his emotions and stop the moving train i'm not trained in anything that works with the brain i'm not trained in how to stop these things and when you're put in a situation you can have all the training in the world but when your child says to you 20 30 50 100 times in a matter of a few minutes a few days the same thing you have to figure out how to stop that behavior all you want to do is answer the question and move forward but with him that's not what happens 
he can't move forward until he's ready to move forward. And I thought I learned this lesson a long time ago, and I'm laughing because, you know, it, autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. Years ago, when he was very young, he was watching a video and he was crying, not like bawling crying, but just kind of crying out and and making sounds and emotions about this video. And he was getting upset and he would repeat that same 10 seconds of this video and he put his finger back and he'd get it exactly the same way. This went on for 15, 20, 30 minutes. I don't even remember at this point, but I wanted to get him away from that emotion. I wanted him to be able to move forward and and try to work through it with him. And we played a game. We ate some food. We went through some different activities trying to get him to process and move forward. Well, soon as I gave him back his tablet, he went right back to that same thing, exact same video, exact same spot, exact same emotion, exact same words, uh, sounds, basically, because he was so young back then. But everything was exactly the same. And he did that for another 15, 20 minutes before he could move forward. And there was probably two hours in between one and two experiences. But he wasn't done with moving forward. He wasn't done with the things that he needed to feel or learn or comprehend. Whatever it was, he wasn't done. And you can't take away his sunshine. You can't take away that moment until he's ready. This is something that's hard because I want him to move forward on something and trying to find that middle ground or trying to get him to process how to get over something, through something, around something, it's difficult. (laughs) And especially when you have a child that's brilliant and they don't forget a thing. He doesn't forget a thing. He hasn't used a school app that he he did when he was in kindergarten, first, second grade. He hasn't used this school app in years. And it has picture icons for the password. And it's maybe 12, 16. It's a lot of little pictures that he has to select for the password for this app. He did not forget any of those. He hasn't played this app in I don't know how long, and he has not forgotten any of those little passwords, those little pictures to get into this app. It's no longer active, but he keeps trying to get into this app, which he downloads and puts in and tries to do again. He doesn't forget any of it, doesn't forget any of it. So I'm trying ways to redirect so that he understands his emotions are valid, his feelings are valid, his thought process is valid, but we can't always focus on that moment. There are other things that we have to do, we have to move forward on. 
that's also hard. But I'm trying to ki- get him to work on breathing exercises, centering himself, finding something that he can focus on that will allow him to push through the moment. Blue pants, blue pants, blue pants, blue pants, blue pants, and more blue pants. I think we're almost, uh, we're over a year and a half now with the blue pants of he wants the entire world to be in blue pants. Well, we have got him to the point where he is now at least saying something different. He will talk about the blue pants. He now says, we don't talk about blue pants. And then uh, as he continues to talk about blue pants, he then sees me, uh, you know, and will say elephants eat peanuts with Goofy. He says it so quickly and concisely that it's hard to tell that that's what he says sometimes, but that is his way of redirecting his own emotions. It's working to some degree. He is moving forward on some of this, and so that's a good thing. We have gotten past some of these emotions, but it's still difficult. It's still hard to get him to move forward. It's a process. It's truly a process. And I get wrapped up in his emotions, which then sends me into what, you know, how do I get out of this? How do I stop answering yes, no, maybe in the same direction? Because he gets to the point where he doesn't even finish a sentence and wants me to respond to something. And if I don't respond to it correctly, then a meltdown happens. How do you push forward? How do you handle everything in your own mind, your own brain, your own emotions, and then have a 10-year-old that is drilling you consistently with a question or an answer or a you know, phrase or something that he wants answers to or he needs because he's processing it or wants to have that moment in time. It's a journey. It's truly a journey. I don't have all the answers. I don't have the answers. I have the love looking for the answers, looking for the way to help my son. That's what I'm doing. It's exciting day for us because my boy got his bike. We had ordered a bike and it didn't come in. It was lost in shipment. And so I ordered another bike. Uh, the bike I had ordered was a tricycle where the pedals are more forward. And this bike is a two wheel with training wheels on it. And so the pedals are, uh, more directly down from him. So I'm not sure, um, I, I know he will learn it. I definitely know he's, he's already come so far, but this may take a little bit longer because he rides a tricycle with his school. That's part of his um, therapy that he works in his, um, uh, you know, um, 
plan that they have for them to to get their exercise and and everything. So he knows how to ride a tricycle. So it'll just be a matter of kind of changing how he does the pedals. So today is the first day we're going to go. I put his bike together and he is ready to ride that bike. So I'm excited to see what happens today. It's big progress. It's big, big progress. And we're going to continue to go through this journey and love. You know, that, that is the important part. When you believe in your child, you believe in yourself, the rest will follow. Always remember, you are amazing and you can do great things if you set your mind to it. I have to follow my own (laughs) advice, my own words, my own things, because that is the hardest thing is, is being true, being kind, being nice to your own heart, to your own emotions. So that is a lesson that I still need to learn. And that's the one that I keep sharing with my son. I tell him all the time he can accomplish anything he wants to if he sets his mind to it. Believe, believe that is part of this journey. The biggest part of our journey is is believing in ourselves, believing in others, and that kindness and grace. Kindness and grace. That's that's where we should be at. I thank you for being on this journey with us and and listening to my emotions, listening to our journey. It really means a lot. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me. You can find us on Facebook. If you uh, search Sweet Baby O, like Owen, uh, that is um, our Facebook page. You can also look at Sweet Baby O Designs. That is our um a page that we share our paintings together. And our website is sweetbabyo.com. Please reach out to me, share your story, ask something, let me know what you'd like me to talk about next. Uh, the song that you heard at the beginning, and you'll hear the rest of it at the end here, that is uh, by Marcus Oglesby. It's called Down This Road. He wrote that about our journey, and he is with the band Creek Don't Rise. Thank you so much for being on this journey, and have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road And understand I understand You don't understand The way I am When you cry And I don't know why make you smile when you cry.
where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me and let's see just how far it goes take my hand take my little hand walk with me and if you Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand And life ain't always What we thought it would be Sometimes Heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand Down this road Take my hand Down this road Take my hand